Sagittarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Sagittarius November 2022 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. Oh yes, The Good Stuff Returns is the name of the theme of this month for us and I'm very excited to get into all of those reasons why. If you want to get more free goodies, check in the notes underneath this video or podcast and see the links there where you can connect with other things that I make for you to make the most of the starry possibilities. This is for you if Sagittarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign or any other placement of Sagittarius that you have, this is going to be part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Sag, like I am, so we'll say like December 15th through the rest of the sign or 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign, I recommend that you additionally listen to the Capricorn report because both of those reports are going to have pieces for you very late degree friends. Okay, so we're just gonna get right into the good stuff first, and then we'll get into some stuff that's a little bit annoying and that we don't like as much, and then we'll finish off with more good stuff. So as you can see, I'm very pumped up. This is the beginning of birthday time for us, so our Scorpitarius friends are having their birthdays at the end of the month, happy birthday. We are also having um, anyone who has early degree Sagittarius placements, so like zero to 10 or so degrees, you're going to be having your um, sun crossing over your placement. So that's a very wonderful time of revitalization. And the December born friends like me, or the later degree friends, you're going to be having your time very, very, very much, very, very soon. <laughs> so that's a lot to celebrate. So the biggest thing that I am completely worked up about, and there are a few things, but this is the biggest thing. Our ruler Jupiter is going direct. Thank goddess, right? This is so exciting because since July, our ruler went to sleep. And this is okay for many things. Like I've, you know, told you, you know, if you're listening to this early and Jupiter's still retrograde, Jupiter retrograde is wonderful for mopping up the messes that we made when Jupiter was direct with our excessive enthusiasm and behaviors. And it's amazing for shoring up the foundation for our future messes. <laughs> Just kidding, <laughs> kind of, but our future expansion. If you look at a little Sagittarius kid or a kid with strong Sag placements, a lot of times, unless they have something else in their chart that fixes this, they're messy, okay? So they it's much harder for you to manage these kids as far as pick up that, put that over here, get that, because they're there's an explosion of energy, <laughs> prolific expression and movements that moves through. Also, if you look at these little kids that have Sag, um, you know, strong Sag placements and are where it's coming from, a lot of times these are the kids that are just singing all the time. That you hear them in their rooms and they're making up songs and they're like a constant state of expression and movement, right? So when our ruler, especially when it was in Aries, which is fellow fire sign, you know, earlier in the year, was going direct in the fire fellow fire sign, it was just like an expansion frenzy of ultimate proportions. And we've really looked forward to this. And, it, and I'm sure it was great. I know when I look back over what went on when Jupiter got into Aries and was direct, you know, I took two international trips that covered five countries. I had amazing publishing news go on. I had, you know, other travel, which Sages love, and just general expansion on all fronts. And then come July, everything just went, but like I had said before, and I'll reiterate now, that's great because then we can rest from the overstimulation of it having been direct and we can prepare for when it is next direct, which is now, 
now, now, now, and it's going to be moving out of Pisces again, because it went retrograde back in, which is a little bit of a dogger for us, and back into fellow fire signs. So expect an explosion of prolific expression, expect an explosion of activity, ex an explosion of planning, and all of this is true even though Mars is going to be retrograde. Still, <clears throat> so, We'll talk about how to navigate these seemingly opposing forces in a second, but I just want to remind you that the magnitude of this this movement, you know, cannot really thoroughly be or properly be expressed. Okay, this can bring more optimism, more creative solutions. This can bring, um, you know, a, a, a rebirth of things that seem like they were, you know, just kind of withering. This can bring enthusiasm. This can bring, you know, our fire just being completely magnetized in amazing ways. And that is something that we all love, right? It can increase our flow, it can increase our creativity, and it, it can increase our chance to make plans and make movement along the fronts of things that are important to us. So Jupiter specifically is going direct in the sign, well, it will be in Pisces at first, but then very quickly get into Aries. But we'll be feeling this energy in Aries because it's never been far enough away from Aries to not be feeling it. So a, re, a redoing of your sense of self, you know, a revitalizing of who you are and what you're doing and how you're walking in the world and how you're showing yourself and how you want to do all of that, or revamping, revitalizing. These are all words that are very active at this time. This is also like a redoing of our health. You know, a stress management, um, a big, big headway in stress management. And by the way, if you have not watched my video called Change Your Life in Two Minutes or Less, you want to watch that video because I share a very simple but very effective body of knowledge and self-help technique that can actually change how you experience stress and help you to tune more into your intuition, to be less overwhelmed, to keep your center more, which is going to be a little harder at this time because especially as the month goes on, okay? So the first part of November is very strong with the Scorpio energies, okay? And we're gonna get to that, but I'm talking about this these certain period, you know, the Jupiter thing first, because even though it's not till the 23rd that Jupiter goes direct officially, you will start feeling it at the beginning of November. You might even start feeling it in October. Okay, so when it's getting ready to go direct, it start, things start crackling again. And as the month goes on, everything is really going to change. So this is, you know, very exciting. But the point is that with everything starting to get supercharged, that chance for you being overstimulated and your old stress patterns coming in can be very relevant. So definitely look for change your life in two minutes video. And, you know, and actually if you're into that kind of stuff like wellness tips and, um, ways that you can experience the astrological transits that are difficult in softer ways. I have a new section in my AnnieBAstrology.com um, exclusive content portal that is just focused on how to experience difficult astrological transits and general stress in softer, easier, more functional ways. Okay, so I'm devoting a whole section to that now. And you can check that out at AnnieBAstrology.com. But in any case, you can check out my free video as well. So, Jupiter's waking up, we love it, we're happy. All of those things are going to flow again. The good stuff returns is you know, the theme here and it's a lot to celebrate. And you will start feeling that even at the beginning of the month, even though it takes a little longer for the Sag energies to develop, which is the second half of the month and, um, and for Jupiter to be officially direct. 
So now let's talk about the stuff that comes before, okay? So while this is kind of happening and you will feel it, we have a lot of water to contend with and we've got a lot of Scorpio energy to contend with. And if you've been watching my work for a while, then you will know that I have explained and that you have confirmed to me that this is true, that the period of time when the planets are in Scorpio and the time before our like birthday time or the time when the, you know, like basically October, November can be kind of difficult for us. Part of that is because Scorpio energies load up our 12th house of our subconscious mind. They rattle all of our fears. They enhance addictive energy. They, you know, um, bring up unresolved issues. They increase anxiety and they can cause us to not sleep as well, which can be, make it harder to deal with everything else. So this is purposeful. Okay. So this isn't, we're not victims of this. This is purposeful by the universe to show us all the things that we're afraid of, show us all the things we don't want, just in time for us to make our birthday wishes to, or our intentions, if it's not your birthday time and the sun is just crossing over your Sag placement, you can use that for fueling your intentions um, to create more of the life that we do want. All right, so you'll be feeling that. You will be more emotional or people around you will be more emotional and you will have to slow down and show up for these people, which might also mean that you might have to take on more because certain people are not able to do it and you have to shoulder some of their weights, all right? So your deep relationships um, are going to come up in a very big way. Your spouse or your partner may go through something or they may be stressed or may, they may be having even something super positive going on that you just need to devote more energy towards supporting them. So just know that you know, in the beginning part of the month, especially the first half of November, and still this is a carryover from October, you might notice that they actually need more support and you might have to keep tabling some of your bigger dreams or some other things you wanna do to, to show up for the people in your life. But as soon as Jupiter goes direct, this again, this is another storyline here, is that things that you tabled, your bigger dreams, your bigger ambitions that were tabled for one reason or another, you're going to have your time to get back into those. But right now, the best thing you can do is to show up for these people and to show up for yourself emotionally. You know, a lot of times Sagis will jump into action as a way of dealing with stress. And that's okay, as long as you're also stopping to feel and deal with the emotions that are happening because you don't wanna stuff them because they could turn into physical maladies that you then have to slow down to work with and you don't want that to happen, okay? So all of that's going on. Now, the thing about these water energies is that they're actually making some grand trine energies in the sky. So this could be super positive for everybody. So what does it mean? Let's break it down. We've got Mercury, the Sun, Venus, transiting South Node, all in Scorpio. Then we have um, Astraea, Juno, we have the Neptune, ne Neptune, we've got Jupiter, all in Pisces. Then we have, and this is something that you would not see if you weren't looking at the star goddesses, okay? Because those things we just talked about are trining. And they're bringing a lot of harmony in the emotional realms and, you know, in the cooperative realms, helping us to have deeper insights and to slow down and to kind of dwell more in the lesser seen realms than the, the tangible things. Now we bring in Black Moon Lilith and Pallas Athena in Cancer, and it makes a grand trine, 
Okay, so these energies are lighting up the highest form of coherent sacred geometry in our lives, in the astrology, in our charts, and this is really magical. Now for Sages, this takes place in our um, water houses as well. So it's the water signs and it's the 12th, 4th, and 8th houses, okay? So that's just double energy of the, the chance for us investing energy in our relationship and our emotions to turn out magnificently and the chance for quiet personal pursuits you know, exciting insights and revelations from a divine, you know, course. Um, anything having to do with our family, our relationships, our homes, our, you know, shared income, our resources, all of that is getting lit up by this beautiful grand water trine. And the fact that water energies in general don't always flow super well for us, the fact that they're in a trine configuration can help any challenges that come from that to make it easier and have better outcomes. I have always been framing my work as if there is a possible challenge in the sky, we can make that good, we can do something with that. That can be fuel for authentic movement, inner and outer movement. And now, since the last time I recorded horoscopes, I actually had a confirmation come to me that scientifically there have been studies that have shown, and they've done it in all these different ways, I'm not gonna get into all of it, but that if you reframe stress, you actually can experience stress differently. That the physiological response in your body to stress and the outcomes achieved when you reframe stress as positive can actually change how you experience it down to a cellular level. So this is true and this is real and we can do this, okay? So we're gonna have to slow down, that's a fact in certain ways, and then we're gonna ramp things up, but we're going to have to take time for emotions, we're going to have to spend a lot of time focusing on the people in our lives and really invest in those relationships. And then towards the end of the month, we're going to blaze saddles with our own pursuits and everything will be better for having taken that time. Okay, so I told you that I was going to talk about Mars retrograde and kind of understand better how to navigate the fact that Mars is going to sleep as of the end of October and the fact that Jupiter's waking up, okay? So Mars is how we use our energy. Mars going into retrograde can make us more lazy, can make us more undirected. The fact that it's in Gemini can make us more scattered and um, you know distracted, and you will see those things for sure. But if we do this one thing, it's actually kind of two things within one. Jupiter's going to light things up. Mars is going to shut some things down if we stop trying to force the things that were shut down by Mars, creating the frustration, which is the cue to us that this is happening, if we stop trying to force those things and we instead put our energy behind the things where it's like we're hot on this right now and it's flowing, the opportunities are here and we're going with them, then we just have to restructure our energy. And it sounds like common sense, but surprisingly people don't actually do that. <laughs> you know, for the most part, we're like, I'm gonna do this and this is what I'm doing. And it's like, okay, sometimes that is actually well indicated. We have to push through certain blocks at certain times. But when we're working with the stars being complex like it is with these certain things retrograde, these certain things direct, the best thing that you can do is to be aware and frustration will be your beautiful guide and your beautiful angel. So if you feel frustrated, then you can say, Mwah, thank you, I'm frustrated. Why? Because you know that you have to take your foot off the, the gas in that area and you've got to move it 
into the areas that are lighting up. Now, if it happens to be that the things that are not working out are things that are like necessary, then you can use the fact that Mars is in Gemini by doing little short spurts, microtasking, which as a Sag, I'm a master microtasker and you probably are too. If you do things when your attention span is like five minutes, like in five minutes I do this thing and it's like, okay, maybe I finish that thing in five minutes, maybe I don't. But I go back to it after I circle through doing five minutes of other things and then everything gets brought up to completion. That's how our energy works. But this is a time if there's something you absolutely have to do and it's just like you have ants in your pants like crazy, as you may as the month starts to go on and the Sag energy start to light you up, then you know, just try to do things in, in short spurts to bring them towards completion and don't force yourself um, to, to stay put if it's creating frustration, okay? So that will definitely change how you experience this. So the last thing that we have to talk about is the eclipse, and this is a big deal, and we definitely can't get let this get, you know, dwarfed with our excitement about our gas giant ruler going direct and the planet starting to move into our sign, which is a joyous time. We have to talk about this eclipse because it is an eclipse cycle. It is a profound time of change. We are going to see changes going on for us. We are going to see changes going on for our partners or significant others or people that are close to us. And we wanna just kinda of understand what's happening here. So let's take it piece by piece. The first thing to know is that we are in this Scorpio-Taurus eclipse cycle that started at the end of 2021 and will go till the end of 2023. For those two years, we are in this process of flip-flopping and shoring up and clearing out the karma and stepping into the highest expression and the energies of our own resiliency, self-sufficiency, and earned income, and also our shared resources, our connection with others, and our deep, intimate relationships, including our relationship with money. So those things are getting swapped around our me versus we, as I like to call it, sector. Um, and my stuff and our stuff sectors are really coming on strongly. And you will notice this, you know, things having to do with the questions of, is this mine? Is this ours? Is this yours? Like all of this is shuffling around and coming up. And it's going to continue to do that, okay? So you can, you can be sure that that's going to happen. The next thing to note is that this is happening in our house of health wellness, pets. And so what it is, what is it that's happening? We've got, first of all, the Scorpio eclipse is happening um, October 25th at two degrees of Scorpio. And that is a solar eclipse. So definitely watch my October report to understand the implications of that eclipse for Sagittarius. But we are still going to be feeling those ramifications in November because there's not just a neat little time that it fits in, it, it, it sort of spills around. Now in November, we've got November 8th, 16 degree of Taurus lunar eclipse, okay? So this is a time of great activation of change, of saying goodbyes to things we may or may not wanna say goodbye to, of saying hellos to things that we may or may not wanna say hello to. And there's just a new way of being that is happening that's clearing, out, clearing up karma. There's a strong link to the nodes. The nodes are the most important placements in the chart according to my own perceptions. Oops, sorry about that my own perceptions, because it's our karma and our dharma, our things that we came in with to clear, our gifts that we came in with to utilize, our highest expression this lifetime. All of those energies are front and center at eclipse time, and it's folding up certain things that are karmically complete, and it's opening up certain things that are our experiences to next direct towards. Okay, so we're going to be seeing that. 
And a lot of it has to do with the things I mentioned already with the MeWe stuff and the money and the, just all of those things are coming up. But specifically for Sages, house of pets and animals, house of, um, you know, your systems, your organization, your daily experience. Um, there may be radical changes or things that go on with with how you do things. And this might have already started, like even in September, like I always say, four to six weeks before these eclipses start, you might start seeing how they're going to take place. So if you notice some changes in your daily experience and your routine and your systems and your organization, that might be an indication to you that that's one of the ways that this energy is manifesting for you. So you have a chance to become ultra organized, ultra um, efficient, ultra, you know, what's the word? It's like basically doing the least to get the most and changing your surroundings. You know, one of the things about the retrogrades is that it does pull us closer to our immediate surroundings. Now, as Jupiter goes direct towards, you know, the second part of the month, you'll notice that our, our, our fingers in putting pies that are further out from our immediate spectrum are going to start dipping in again. But the Mars retrograde is definitely still showing us there are certain things closer to home that need our attention. And so our daily surroundings are definitely in the limelight, but you can really do a lot with that. You know, you can definitely get your structure and get your organization and get your routine and get new systems together that will, you know, revitalize your experience and make you feel really good and grounded and solid and can hold a nice foundation for your spiraling Sagittarius energies. So the systems that you have in place are sometimes a product of your spiraling nature. um, And that fuels like kind of, you know, the diciness that that we feel from, from being that way. But this period of time is helping you to shore up those areas so that you can be more of how you are while having this nice, you know, solid organized foundation. So everyone is going to be feeling those potentials. Um, It is a little bit of an awkward angle for us. And those of us who are closer to 16 degrees, so we'll say 11 to 21 degrees and the closer to 16 degrees, you might feel a more noticeable impact from this eclipse. Now, some of the, the things with the eclipse might be a little bit more subtle and you'll have to look more for them to see that it's kind of happening behind the scenes. Um, and some things might be your partner or, you know, again, something happening to someone close to you where things are changing because of something going on with them. And you, they might be feeling it more and your kind of, your effects are a little bit secondary. So those are also potentials. But in general, this is a mega month. Um, oh, and the Mars retrograde, remember, is also opposing our sign. So the chance for overstimulation is high, which again is a reason to look for the video, um, change your life in two minutes, because that particular exercise can help you to not be as overwhelmed and keep your center, even as we've got, you know, like a very extended period of time of Mars opposing our placements. But in general, I'm so excited about this month, about our ruler waking up, about the optimism and the flow coming back. And I'm excited for you to use the tips that I gave you in this video to make this the best month possible. Okay, so I've given you a lot of information to work with to help you make the most of the starry possibilities. If you would like more free goodies from me, go to anniehelpsyou.com. That is the interface for all of the free goodies I make for you and all of my other offerings. And I also have blogs on that site, astrology blogs and more. 
You can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com. This is a beautiful site if you haven't seen it yet. This is an astrology kissed um, nest where you can cozy in and learn about how astrology can help you in your daily experience and also lots of tips for and spirit fuel for healthy living. If you want some free courses on unleashing your money magnet and wellness, you can go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E, life.com. At that same website, which is my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, you can find my very transformational programs, including my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. If you want to be a professional astrologer and earn money as an astrologer, I can teach you how to do that from ground level all the way up to the professional level, or if you'd just like to learn for your own personal um, development and helping friends and family, I can also help you there. And I have other courses that you can see there at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. If you're looking for readings or personalized astrology education packages, you can go to anniebclarity.com and see the options there. If you would like to get exclusive content access, so more content from me, helping you to understand your natal chart, giving you more goodies on the current and upcoming astrological transits. If you want to understand many ways that you can make tough astrological transits easier, you can find all that at anniebastrology.com. Now for my books, I have three books that are available and more on the way. You can find Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe on the shelf at all major booksellers in the mind body spirit section and that is a very beautiful hardcover in-depth book you can also get it online or at any indie bookstore my other book radical prayer transform your life in the world in 28 days this is a non-denominational prayer and affirmation book i've heard a lot of people carry it around in their bag with them and refer to it often it's a beautiful book you can find it through any major bookseller and online also at indie stores And my new release of my very first book, which is a spiritual novel called Tough Pill to Swallow. So it's a beautiful, supernatural, autobiographically inspired book. Tough Pill to Swallow is based on my experience working for Big Pharma decades ago, selling a drug that got recalled. And you'll see more about that in Tough Pill to Swallow, which you can also order online or get order through any major bookseller or indie book seller. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you in the next video. Bye.